J-Rod Concerts presents live from the space at 100th Taylor. A new musical tradition, live from the space at 100th Taylor, celebrates the musical community of Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Hosted and yours truly, music journalist, Jamie Rodriguez, coming at you from the 100th Taylor Arts Collective in the historic Germantown neighborhood in Nashville, Tennessee. A new Nashville musical tradition is here. Hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck, getting dirty and greedy. Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast live from the space at 100th Taylor from a steaming hot Nashville, Tennessee. We hope you guys are enjoying your summer wherever you are listening to. We hope you're enjoying some live music out there and uh, spending time with friends and loved ones. And we are so happy to return to live from the space at 100th Taylor with an incredible guest. Um, truly a gem here in Nashville and Music City. She comes from the UK. Her name is Jess Sharman, Jessica Sharman, songwriter, producer, musician, number one selling gold disc uh, producer, over 50 million streams online. Jessica's songs have been used worldwide for TV. I mean, she's, her music has been on Grey's Anatomy, Love Island, Made in Chelsea, in film as well, The Inbetweeners too, highly functional, and even advert campaigns like Burberry. She is incredible. She really can't be pigeonholed into one particular genre. She's been in pop, Americana, country, indie, even EDM. And uh, she's got a fantastic uh, side project called Peach Kit. That is an indie pop delicious nirvana. So, so happy to have Jess on the show. She was live with us here. You know, we film in a great uh, studio. We hope you guys in Nashville come in and visit one day. And uh, she performed some songs for us and we hope you guys like it. Um, she is absolutely fantastic. So uh, enjoy the show. Uh, check out jessicasharman.com for, for more information on her projects and what she's up to. And let's roll with it live from the space at 100th Taylor with Jessica Sharman. So excited to have you here. Oh, thank you for having like me. For the past week, I've been in Peach Kid world, <laughs> Jessica Sharman world. It is an exciting and beautiful world. How are you feeling? Are you stressed? Or? I am. <laughs> there are, it's music. an emotional journey. <laughs> you know, there's highs, there's lows, yes. but there's different genres. Yes. And I love it. And oh. it's complex. And it shows like your artistic spectrum. Oh, thank you. You know? Uh, and, and we'll get to Peach Kid in a second and all that sure. because it's such a great project, Jessica. But it did get me thinking. Like you have a beautiful musical mind. Oh. Is music always in your mind? It's such a brilliant question. I'd say yes. I think I started playing piano when I was about four. Right. Um, my mom said I was a little bit like the cliched ABBA song, like you would sing before you could talk, um, <laughs> dance before you could walk. I've always kind of had it in, in my veins somehow. And I now often think in song in the sense of I'll be at a situation and someone will say something and I'm like, oh, that'd be a great lyric. Yeah. Like even when we were talking before, I was like, oh, that would be a great lyric. Be a Turn out the lights, today, you know, just, for, you know, all those kind of things. Yeah. Really, it is sort of, yeah, quite under my skin. I imagine. Almost like, you it's know. quite tiring sometimes. Quite tiring, <laughs> right? Because sometimes you're just relaxing and you're like, yeah. wait, 
Could this be a song? Could this be a song here? This could be a song here. And sometimes there isn't, sometimes there isn't, and that's the... But I think it always leads to something, and I'm very... Uh, I, I need to top up my, creative, my creativity, so like watching films or going to art galleries or yeah. going to shows, it really helps kind of um, ignite that sort of excitement and passion yeah if i'm feeling a bit depleted absolutely but jessica your songs whether it's you know that was that you've written for other people or your own as jessica sherman or as peach kid mm -hmm. the observation is, is is uncanny it's really and it's really special have you always kind of like had that knack for just kind of observational you know situations and the way people interact because it's kind of unique i don't know if you know that oh i i'm blushing <laughs> um that's such a nice thing to say I don't, I don't know if I intentionally do it. I, I have always been an observer. Yeah. Um, I love people watching. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I did a lot on the tube in London growing up. You just sit and if my, this is back in the day, it shows my age, but if my iPod ran out of battery, you mm -hmm. just had to sit and watch people. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it's something I enjoy doing, but I, I would also, it's, it's part of the, in a way, it's part of the job description because if I have artists coming to me and they're explaining about a song or a situation they're going through or kind of who they are, I'll always have a notebook. I always say the, the kind of first hour of songwriting is tea and chats. Like right. you're having tea and you're really getting to the thing and the, I'll, they'll say something, I'm writing it down. It's almost like a therapy session and like something will come up and I'll be like, this is it. This is what is important yeah. to write about. Yeah. But um, that's such a, a lovely thing for you to say. But it's true, like your empathy is, is amazing. And that's, and that's why we're so happy to have you here in Nashville. Yeah. And for people that obviously haven't put it together, you're British. Yes. I you mean, know. you know, my southern drawl is uh, yeah. hard to distinguish yeah. between my British and, and, and we love that you're here. <laughs> um, how has, first of all, how, how long have you been here full time? Full time since last February. Since so last it's been February. about a year and a couple of months. Okay, and how, but you've been traveling to Nashville be from before. Yes, so 2013, I was brought out on a writing trip. Um, the UK trade industry kind of clubbed together with uh, a Nashville group. And they were trying to do South by Southwest, but for songwriting. Okay. So we're trying to bring In Nashville? In Nashville. Okay. Um, so I came over in 2013 and was here for three weeks and was just like, this is the most amazing. I really, a lot of my grounding, a lot of my lyric writing, um, also how to work within a room, within co-writers yeah. and that, that respect. You know, I, I remember um, one guy, he came into a writing session, he's a huge, huge writer. He came in and he was slamming the door and he was looking at all of us going, you sure it's shut, it's locked? And we were all like, what is going on? He was really like making sure it's stuck, like shut. And he goes, I'm gonna say some really stupid things in here. So I just wanna make sure <laughs> no one else hears, you know, are we all okay? And it just took the pressure off and it meant people could be free to say what they yeah. wanted to. And he says, oh, by the way, I'm also just gonna drop my ego off at the door. Has everyone else left theirs here? And I just thought... You were like, wow. What a... Yeah, wow, really cool. Really, really beautiful way to experience it. Um, that, that idea that it's not about me, it's about the song. The song is the most important thing and it's not whether I've said a lyric or I've come up with a melody. It's whether I've pulled it out of someone else or said, hey, no, 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 what you're doing is really great. Like, keep going with that idea. Yeah, yeah. That's as long as what's best for the song, I think, is is really what Nashville taught me. That's amazing. That's so beautiful when people say that, that it's all about the song. Yeah. You know, and that's such a Nashville sentiment. Uh, I want to ask you a couple things, Jessica, because mm. there's a couple angles that are super interesting here. Sure. One of them is like your move to, to America. And I want to ask that 
But but let me ask about because you mentioned this when I met you at Tin Pan South, which is like a great yeah. songwriters festival in Nashville. You mentioned that um it was quite kind of like a fight for you to move here, like to emigrate or whatever. Yeah. How, like, what do you mean by that? How was that? Because a lot of people don't know when they're yeah. not, you know? Ah, uh, it, it was tough. So in order for me to come to America and work here, yeah. um, I have to apply for a visa. It's called right. an O-1 visa, which is, uh, its actual name is Alien of Extraordinary Talent. Mm, look at you. So, <laughs> um, so you, you become this alien, and but you have to prove like my my dossier or my document for mm -hmm. the for the US government was 759 pages long. Yeah. And I had to prove everything that I'd done from the word dot so from leaving music school all the awards I'd won all the things I'd been a part of. Right. The it, it took about 4 months to kind of put together and any where that had like written about me or any newspaper articles I had to get and I had to photocopy and I had to write what my kind of three-year plan would be and because um, the visa's for three years. And we, my husband and I were doing this at the end of 2019 and we got it all ready and our wonderful attorney submitted it and we got approved 14th of March, 2020. Amazing. So that so was right before the, the day, pandemic though, it right? It was the day that everything shut down. Okay. So she calls us and she's like, Good news, bad news? You've got a visa. Uh, the borders are closed and you won't be able to get here. Okay. And they didn't reopen until November 2021. Right. The first appointment we could get, because you have to then do, so you have the, the document that you put through and then you have the embassy appointment and you have to basically go and answer gotcha. questions. And at that point, they can either go, yeah, actually, no, we need more evidence or, you know, so it's quite a lot yeah. of rides on that interview as well. And the earliest appointment we could get was January. We go and we do the interview and it all goes well. Um, Did you have thoughts like, at the worst part of the pandemic when we were all struggling with mental health and all that, did you have thoughts of like, maybe this isn't meant to be? Did that ever cre creep up on your mind? So interesting. No, I just felt, I've spoken to lots of people about it. There's just like the sense of robbery and yeah. I think so many people experienced it in a hugely devastating way, but there was this sense that we had put our flat, we were lucky enough to own, and we put our flat on the market. Right. So we were meant to move, come out to Nashville. Right. Suddenly, you know, so many chains of events were going, were going on at that time, and it was, it was really stressful, but it was just like, I think what it made me realize was we weren't meant to move right then. Okay. But it was never that it wasn't meant to be. Right. It was just, delayed and I still wrote with a lot of the people that right the assume and all that right yeah isn't it amazing how that worked it worked but interestingly I was actually doing kind of online writing from maybe 2016 17 yeah. for the people OG? out here OG Skype yeah Skype look at you um Google Hangouts Google, Google Hangouts not, like super okay with Google Hangouts um Zoom had some pretty cool things where you could go through Logic and you yeah. know, listen on high res and that was all really fun during the pandemic. But I had already done it, so I, I felt very lucky I was kind of okay doing it, yeah. whereas I know a couple of my yeah. kind of other, other writers and producers I went with were just not prepared yeah. for delays and things cutting out and like what you had to have prepared. Um, but I was talking to, you know, writing with with artists and friends and even just kind of catching up on FaceTime and they were like, you wouldn't want to be here right, right. now. If you'd moved, and the city had shut down, that would have been awful. Awful, yeah. So we were, you know, stuck where we were. But the UK's lockdown was pretty bad. Yeah. I think well, we're glad we were, you're here, Jess. Yes, I'm so glad to Jessica, be here. Jessica, and when you finally moved, 
as an artist, how was the, um, I guess the, I don't want to say the shock, but like how was the, because one thing is coming to Nashville to visit and you do the songwriters thing and all that, but like once you're thrown in here and London is, and the UK is so beautiful, progressive country that I love and you know, you're thrown into this state that has, in some things it's really progressive and in other things it's got like the southern connotations. Mm -hmm. How was that with, for you and your husband moving here with all that like kind of like weird it was, culture? It was definitely, I think we weren't prepared for the cultural differences mm. because we'd grown up on so much American culture as we saw it. Yeah. So lots of American music, lots of American TV and film. Right. It was like, oh, it's basically like the UK, but they have a cooler accent and yeah. it's warmer and <laughs> there's super cool, like fast food places. Right. Um, and I, I think I, I was a bit more prepared than, than my husband because I had kind of come here back, back and forth. So yeah. I'd seen a couple of things and been like, okay, I must like keep that, keep a mental note mm -hmm. to be mindful of, of those situations when they yeah. arise or, or, you know, just be more prepared for it. But we're both very interested in history, so we've kind of loved learning about the history sure. of the South. Interesting and, it is. And it That's is one thing it that is, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's very fascinating. I think in this past year, there have been quite a few things where we've been like, wow. Yeah. This yeah. is very different. Absolutely. And, um, but, you know, rolling with it. And it, it was interesting when... Um, uh, the, the absolutely horrific shooting that happened at the Covenant School, a lot of my friends and my family were like, you should come home or it's too scary out there. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've got to be here with my city. Yeah. Like, it really felt totally. like we wanted to rally. You're part we, of the city. You know, Jessica, we yeah. wrote to senators and just were trying to kind of be a part of a movement because it felt so much like home. Good for you, Jessica. Yeah. Let me ask you about your Peach Kid project because yes. it's great. I mean, you're such an amazing singer-songwriter, and there's and your stuff is amazing, but your Peach Kid thing is so interesting in in its own right. <laughs> First of all, I mean, sonically speaking, it's like a departure from kind of everything we found up to that point in your mm -hmm. life. Is it because you always have got a little bit of like that pop sensitivity inside of you? I think for a long time, writing for others was what I did, and I was like, well, that's that's what I do, and right. that that's. And I loved kind of diving into other people's worlds. And it was, Peach Kit was born out of lockdown. Yeah. When, as a songwriter, all of my income disappeared overnight because I made most of my... When people earnings. played your songs. Right. Right. So, and I had a bunch of artists kind of doing, what one was doing a world tour, others doing European tour. One had, you mm -hmm. know, supports with huge, huge artists and they all just disappeared. Yeah. And I thought, oh, crumbs, what am I going to do? And... <laughs> Everyone had been banging on and on and on about owning masters, and yeah. that was the thing. And if you yeah. owned your masters and you released your own stuff, that's the thing to do. So I thought, all right then, let's try this master ownership. What does it involve? And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to sing these songs. And I, I was just kind of looking back through a catalog. I was like, I could write some new ones. And I was just looking back through songs, and I was like, this was a really great one. The artist um, got dropped by the label, so it never got taken, or another artist went in a different direction, right. or the other artist got back together with the person they broken up with. Which is so such it, a, it's such a crapshoot anyway, like what songs get picked and which ones become hits. It's kind of like, and it right? Is so, so it probably has some amazing stuff just lying there well, for you. I, I yeah. think so many people, I really want to do like a hard drive party where <laughs> songwriters and producers come together being like, I love this song, we're never right. taken. And it would just, it would go on for days. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, we should do it, we'll try it. We'll, we'll film it here. But um, yeah, that's, so that's what Peach Kit kind of brought out of. And I, but the thing I was very nervous about was 
because I love writing for other people and I love yeah. producing for other people, I didn't want anyone to confuse me as, like, if they came over, they'd be like, oh, well, we're writing for you as an artist. Right. Like, no, 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 I very much right. loved that part of my world. So Peach Kit was anonymous for yeah. a period of time. Um, Reminded me of Sia, actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. It very much had, like, mm -hmm. a Sia vibe to it, and I really was inspired by her element of going, I'm not going to let people judge me by how I look and mm -hmm. I had started seeing during the pandemic you know on Instagram when we were all doom scrolling all the artists that I'd followed because I liked their music and I liked what they were doing they were all kind of taking pictures of their COVID cooking or their you know yeah, them puzzles. bikinis and them and doing this <laughs> and I was like well, this isn't music I'm you know big uh kind of 60s Laurel Canyon yeah. songwriting fan yeah yeah and I was like, I want to hear, like, what do you feel about this? What's your writing about this? How, mm -hmm. do you, how does this make you feel? I want to know if I can, you know, kind of connect and relate to it. So I wanted Peach Kit to kind of be the opposite of that and not be based on who I was dating or married to, who I, what I was eating, what I was wearing. It was about the music and it yeah. was trying to connect with people on that level. Um, and yeah, so kind of see a marshmallow thing, um, just not being me. But it was, I tell you, it's really hard to create content online without your face. Yeah. My cat was my saving Your grace. Cat. My cat was my saving <laughs> grace. I could just be like, okay, cat, people love cats. Um, yeah, and then sonically, I just, I've had so many influences kind of growing up. And that was one of the reasons I became a songwriter, because I love so many different genres yeah. of music. Yeah, I, especially I, London. I, really I mean, pick, yeah. it's like the best, like the music that's come out of there and all that stuff, so. I feel very lucky and, and mm -hmm. my parents played some wicked records when I was younger and my sister actually did a year abroad in Canada and she sent me back a load of yeah. um, kind of Canadian music. Um, so yeah, it was just trying to go what feels right in this moment, in this, this snapshot of time for this production and how can we make it work. Amazing. You're being so good with your time and I think you're going to play a song for us, Jessica, oh. but let me ask you about, because you're like, you've always been on the cutting edge of tech. And I, I feel like you're like, you're like on top of it. What's going on with AI? Oof. You know, hot potato there. That's a question. But like, you know, what's what's happening here? And I'm I'm genuinely interested in coming it from you. Like, what's happening here? I had someone. I'm going to slightly defer this because I think this is the best way to describe it. If I'm being really honest, I was yeah. really scared of it. Yeah. And I felt really nervous by it. Um, and it was this sudden kind of creeping fear of like, oh gosh, a computer's just going to take over our jobs mm -hmm. and do it better than we will. But I heard someone at a talk the other day describe it. They said, um, it's like uh, Tony Stark is the creative and um, the suit is AI. You put it together and you have a superhero. Okay. But if you just have Tony Stark, you just have Tony Stark. And if you just have the suit, you have the suit with no one in it. Gotcha. But if you've got the two together, that's what makes things important. And I think it was really kind of inspiring for me to hear that in the sense that it's not to be afraid of it, but it's to use it for good. Yeah. And I did, I did dabble. I was like, oh, this ChatGPT, are, are they going to write songs for us? Or how's it going to go? And I typed in like a couple of things, you know, can you write about a song about this? And I pulled it up and I was like, oh, no, that's, that's crap, that's fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're all right for the minute. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. in like six months time, someone's right. gotten cleverer. But I, I, I think I feel there's so much I can do from my laptop, you know, as a producer, yeah. it is 
wild. Like I know you've, you know, uh, interviewed and, and been a part of Brie, wonderful Brie Kennedy's mm -hmm. journey. But we did her song, Where I'm From. I had a tiny apogee. I had my laptop. We recorded it in the loft of the Airbnb I was staying in in yeah. 2019. Amazing. And had this kind of cool vocoder harmony thing. And we made it all just in that room in like two hours. And it's Isn't that like, amazing? That's so fun. And you would not have been able to, you know, if the tape had burned back in right. the day or you couldn't get the studio key. So I think there are really good things. But I do, I do think that humans will... Prevail. Hopefully prevail. <laughs> the, 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 good, the good ones. But I think, I think it's interesting and I think it's exciting to see how we can use it for good. I love it. Well, there's only one Jessica Sharman. So oh. it's going to take a lot of Zuckerbergs <laughs> to kind of come close to this. So oh. thanks for coming, Jessica. So what are you going to play for us? I'm going to play the first Peach Kit uh, single, Love to Hate. Oh my God, fantastic. Can't wait. <laughs> Loss of a God, need a religion. Some will believe in the loss of this one in the Garden of Eden. We want the choice, so we pick our own. Give you our love and our praise, and we raise you up high on the pedestal. Can't get enough of all that you do. We scream and obsess over every breath and every way you've been to. Make you a God, but you're only human. So when you reveal your real, we turn on you, look for a new one. Ooh, 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 ooh. Voices are louder than gunpowder screaming for someone to notice. So we can feel special to tell you the truth. We're living an hour, seeing through eyes that we'll never see through. Beating the odds is how we get even. Wanted the blame for playing the game you pay for with freedom. Ooh, 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 ooh. We build you up, give you your halo. lemonade with a bit of sweet that you need it's a game we like to play you can't bite the hand that feeds yeah we love to hate love to hate you love to hate love to hate you love to hate you love to hate love to hate you love to hate love to hate love to hate you love to hate you if you cry we'll deny it never ever offer Spit a 
game we like to play. You can't bite the hand that feeds. Yeah, we love to hate you, love to hate you, love to hate, love to hate you, love to hate you, love to hate, love to hate you, love to hate you, love to hate, love to hate you, love to hate you. Amazing. Thank you, Jessica. So good. Oh, okay. We're gonna put the balloon.